Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to Penn Weekly. You're here talking to us on a Wednesday, the day after Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. And right now we have Sun Penn on the line. Sun, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm uh, doing great here, you know. How was your Christmas? Pretty good. Got some presents. Oh, great, great job. You know, uh, not such a great Christmas for the 49ers after getting destroyed on Sunday night. Uh, what's your reaction to uh, Sunday's beatdown coming from the Seahawks? Well, it doesn't mean they don't they didn't have a good Christmas at home, but I know what you're saying. Beat the 49ers at home. They're, Seahawks are really good at home. What was interesting, though, was that it seemed like the Seahawks have the more physical defense and maybe the more physical offense. They really out physical, if that's a word. The uh, 49ers, both offense and defense, and the 49ers at their own game, it looks like. Dominated the ball on both sides. Uh, they definitely did. Uh, now, did you see that coming? Did you think it was going to be a closer game? I didn't think it would be a blowout, actually. I thought the 49ers had a pretty good chance of winning, but but like I said, I thought the Seahawks would win that game, but I didn't think it would. I, I thought it would be close. Yeah, one thing I noticed, uh, the 49ers, um, they just really missed Justin Smith on the defensive line, and Colin Kaepernick really didn't look very decisive like he did in New England. Put those two factors together, and then along with the Seahawks, you know, energy at home, they just they just went out and just steamrolled the Niners, and uh, it just never really felt close the entire game, if I remember correctly. So now who do you think is going to take the division now? I think the 49ers, all they have to do is win against the Cardinals, who have lost something like 10 straight. So I think, I think uh, they Cardinals could take care of the Cardinals. Weeks ago. Oh, they did? The Cardinals, yeah, they beat the Lions a couple weeks ago. And the Cardinals are oh. starting um, Brian Hoyer this weekend. So the oh. Niners better watch out for starting to quarterback of the season. Well, they might win only by three points then. (laughs) (laughs) Seattle. Looks like Seattle's going to play at home against St. Louis. And, um, yeah, let's go ahead and take a look at the playoff scenarios here. Right now, we're going to go ahead and uh, look at the NFC. Looks like the Falcons have clinched. They're probably going to rest everybody against Tampa Bay. we're going to go look at the Niners and Seahawks. So, you, And you're guessing the Niners are going to pick up the division. I'm thinking the Niners are going to win, too, despite uh, Brian Hoyer and uh, Ken Whittenhunter's <laughs> job on the line here. So I think the Niners still pull it out. And then let's take a look at the interesting thing here with the Packers. Now, the Packers win, and they get the second round. Uh, they get the bye. So, and they're playing. They're playing the Vikings. Oh, yeah, the Vikings, Adrian Peterson. So who do you think uh, comes out on top against the Packers and Vikings? Do you think the Packers get the bye? I expect the Packers to get the bye, but they are playing in Minnesota. Who won the first meeting, Vikings-Packers? I think the Packers won, right? Yeah, Packers won, yeah. But that was in Lambeau. I think that the Vikings, they were shot. I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings won. Yeah, I think the Vikings are coming on strong. I think the 
the most motivation for the Vikings is that, you know, when and they're in. But when and they're in, yeah. When and they're in. So you know, they have plenty of motivation playing are they playing early, I think? Yeah, they're playing late. All the uh, games that mean something are playing late, which is good. So I like that. I like that. So you're saying so the Niners are gonna take the bye and the Packers are gonna lose and the Vikings take a playoff spot. Uh right. take it away from take it away from the Bears or the Cowboys. Right. So you're penciling that in. Okay. The Vikings and then the Seahawks. So you so uh next up then we got the Redskins versus Cowboys on Sunday night. Now who do you figure to win that game? This is in FedEx Field. Yeah. Or FedEx Field. Field. Huh? R G three is playing? R G three definitely is playing. They this is a tough one. I think uh I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are gonna win. Wow, the Cowboys. Oh, why? Yeah, why not? Tony Romo's been playing really well. Uh, Their defense is bad, though, I think. The Redskins, I don't don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have a better analysis um, other than I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you why, why, but I I feel the Cowboys are going to win. It's just a hunch. Um, I guess something supporting the Cowboys is Tony Romo is playing well. Tony Romo's legacy is online. And Des Bryant is coming on. Uh, he's really hot right now, coming on at, right at the right time. But, you know, where is hurt? And that Redskin offense just confuses everybody. I'm, and I'm pretty sure the Cowboys are the most unlucky franchise in the league. So, you know, last week they, they stripped the ball from Marquise Colson, but the ball floats down to the two-yard line. No overtime. So, <laughs> yeah. I think the Cowboys lose. I'm pretty sure the Cowboys lose and the Redskins are in. They're going to take that, uh, AFC, NFC East here. So, I think that's what's going to happen there with the Cowboys. But you're seeing the Red, uh, Red, I think the Redskins are going to win. You think the Cowboys are going to win. So, uh, for you, you're saying Falcons, Niners, Packers, Cowboys, Seahawks, and Vikings. Yeah. So the Giants are out. You don't think they're going to luck their way in, and you think the Bears are done for sure. All the Bears have to do is win, and the Packers win. Right. The Bears have the easiest – no, actually, the Cowboys have the easiest. When are they in? Of all the teams yeah. not in the playoff right now. The Bears need a win. Or the uh, – Another team to lose. The Vikings can win in there. Vikings right now are in the playoff. They're the 16th. No, they're not. No. They're, well, they're in it, but if they lose, they won't go in. I'm, I'm, sa- I'm saying that, I'm not saying they clinched it. I'm saying right now, if the playoffs ended, or if the season ended t- today, they're the 16th. Oh, right. Yeah. There's, they're, they're that's, what, that's, what, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, the Giants need to win. And they need the Bears, Cowboys, and Vikings to lose. Right. So they need everybody to lose. And Dallas to lose. So they're right for yeah. the Redskins. Which would be pretty funny. Um, so I think it's funny. It'd be pretty funny. <laughs> if yeah. Cal- if the, the Chicago loses against the Lions, and then Minnesota loses, 
and the, the Redskins will almost want to lose <laughs> the Dallas <laughs> to the playoffs and not the Giants. <laughs> uh, if they're playing the late game. That's pretty funny. So if those two, most teams lose this, I mean, the Redskins have nothing to play for anymore. Yeah, I think it's funny that if the Giants make the playoffs, I think they'll win the Super Bowl <laughs> just because of the luck. Uh, um, they look the terrible. Luck. I don't think Victor Cruz is going to play. Oh, why not? Is he hurt? I think, he, yeah, he's hurt. Also, uh, oh, wow. That's going to look good, oh, okay. but, uh, I think they'll win. I think, I think they win. Where are they playing? They're playing the Eagles in the early game. Yeah. So, so after they win, their fate's up to uh, everybody else. So you're saying the Niners get the bye and then the Packers don't get the bye and that's uh yeah, that's your that, that's your lock for the NFC, huh? Oh, I didn't say that. I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings won. Uh but if you had to need and choose who would win that game, I would think I would probably say Packers win that game. Okay. All right. So I actually am saying yeah, Falcons, Packers the buys, then it's 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks, and then I think the Vikings are playing the uh, the Bears are playing the Lions. Yeah. If I say the Packers are, when well, you I, say if the I, Packers, if I, if I, yeah, are the two seed, then the Bears might be the six seed. Oh, they have to be. Have to. They beat the Vikings. Well, the Chicago loses. No, unless no, the Bears have to. Yeah, right. The Bears have to win too. And they could throw up a stinker. Um, I'm going to go with the Bears. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Uh, okay. Yeah, we're going to all write this down. We're going to write this down. Make sure uh, you're held accountable. <laughs> oh, dude. What's my penalty? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You, have to buy, uh, you have to get a Brian Hoyer jersey. Oh. <laughs> Can I get a Brian Horry jersey shirt? <laughs> yeah. Um, they have it. So, wow. They make it. Okay. So, you think but the Bears are going instead of the Vikings? Well, the Vikings lose to the Packers. The Bears ought to do, they beat the Lions, who are what? 4 and 11 or 5 and 10? Yeah, and Jim Schwartz said he lost control of the team. I don't know if that's something you want to admit to the team. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> well. Uh, I don't know why you said interesting, interesting coaching strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a you, fun weekend. Who do you think? What, think what, what do you think the, the order is, or the seating it will be? You know, I'm guessing. You know, here's here's my prediction: Falcons, Niners, Packers, Redskins, Seahawks, Vikings. I think the Vikings can beat the Packers. Adrian Peterson, he's going to try to break the record, and uh, the Packers can't do anything to stop him. And the Cowboys just just have bad luck. The you know, Niners are going to roll over the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Well, they're going to win, but they're not going to go anywhere in the seating. So, yeah, that's what it looks like. Bears, Giants, Cowboys are all out. So I'm just going to stick with what's already up here on the board. And, uh, that's that's our NFC playoff picture. Now uh, onto the AFC, where all the teams are already locked in. 
The only things that can change is now seeding. Right now, it's the Texans at number one, Broncos, Patriots, Ravens, Colts, and then the Bengals. The well, first two rounds, um, or the first two buys are still open. Here's the scenarios. Houston gets the first round by and the home field with a Houston win. So if they beat the Colts, they get home field advantage and for and the one seed. Now, what do you expect from the Texans versus the Colts? I think they'll beat them. Who? I think. What? Uh, who's going to beat them? I think the Texans are going to beat the Colts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think the Texans will clinch the home field advantage. The Texans, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Colts, they're a flawed team. They beat a lot of bad teams. And when they played the Texans, was it two weeks ago? Uh, the Texans just yeah. rolled over them. So I, I think the same thing will happen again. Oh, uh, to bring Chuck Strong back, though. He's coming, uh, he's working again. Oh, yeah, that's great. It's a great story, but I don't think it'll be enough, uh, Houston just has a better team, I think. Indianapolis is playing at home. Yeah, well, I, I this I would be surprised. If it, well, I don't know. I would be surprised only because they're, the Colts aren't very good, but the, the Chuck Strong thing is, like, the biggest reason the Colts would win if they did. I think so. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's – and it's at home and it's, you know, emotional. But sometimes these emotional games, there's a letdown and teams don't perform as well. So I guess we'll see. But I think the Texans should be able to handle the Colts pretty easily. Okay. They, they have the early game, so we'll find out pretty early in the morning if they uh, take yeah. care of business. All right. And the second – and the second buy is up for grabs between uh, – the Broncos and the Patriots. So the Broncos, they could actually clinch home field if they win and Houston loses. Which, or they could clinch their bye if Denver wins. If they win and they're in, and they're playing the the Chiefs. So um, I don't think I don't think there's any question who's going to win there. <laughs> uh, I think they played earlier. They played earlier this year, and they only beat them by eight points. I think was it. 17 to 9, I think. Uh, so. these, these these Broncos are just on fire right now. I I, I could see them winning uh, by 35. Easy. These Chiefs are done. <laughs> Who's starting for them? I know they just signed Josh uh, Josh Johnson from the New Girl. <laughs> no, he doesn't shake it <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Is Trent Green still there? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Trent Green, no, he's not. He's not coming through that door. So Trent Green is not coming through that door. Quinn's hurt. Castle is hurt. So who knows what's going to happen? It's going to look really ugly. Brody Brody Croyle? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, (laughs) Ah, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, (laughs) Not sure. It's more like a goodbye game. It's like a farewell game for everybody in that organization. But the surprising thing is, is that the Chiefs have five pro bowlers this year, which is amazing. <laughs> We're a two-win team. I, I don't understand. But <laughs> they have five wow, pro that's bowlers. good. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's incredible. I, I don't know how that happened. 
Were they voted in by the fans or the, the coaches? Wow. Well, wow. You know, yes, Jamal Charles, he just came off uh, an ACL tear, and he, he's rushed. Uh, he leads the AFC in rushing yards, I think. And then there's um, Tamaha Lee, and then you have uh, Derek Johnson, and then you have two other guys. I, I don't remember. But, I think yeah, they're, 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 punch. Punch. they're puncher oh, and they're safety. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eric uh, yeah. Eric yeah. Justin Colquitt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No question. No question. So Denver's gonna clinch home uh clinch their bye and it looks like New England, you know, it's gonna be playing in the first weekend of the wild cards, which um every year that's happened in the past ten years they've lost. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. Um I'm not sure what Morgan is going to do this game. They're going to be playing Miami, so they'll probably play up a game and try to win. Yeah, they can try to win. Yeah. But the Ravens, they're going to be playing Cincinnati in a somewhat meaningless game. I don't think, I don't think the Bengals can move up. No, the Bengals can't move up, but the Ravens can move up. The Ravens can move up if the Patriots lose, but I don't think the Patriots are going to lose. Let's see. Yeah, they you know, Now, if you're the Patriots, you kind of want to see the Bengals in there. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm hoping yeah, to that's... play against the Bengals. Yeah, that's so, a pretty one-dimensional uh, team. Yeah, they just have uh, A.J. Green, um, you know, the best player. So you just double team AJ Green the entire game and uh try to stop I think the worst rushing attack out of the playoff teams. I think they gained eight yards last week against the Steelers running. It was not a good it was not a pretty game. Not the Packers? Um well, recently the Packers just got Ryan Grant and uh he ran okay last week. He ran for about eighty yards. So what year is this, Ryan Grant? <laughs> yeah, Ryan Grant's back. He's back. <laughs> uh, the, I think the Packers all year have not had a 100-yard rusher. They haven't. They haven't. They've uh, really struggled. And, you know, thank goodness they have uh, probably one of the top three quarterbacks in the league in Aaron Rodgers. Just probably has the strongest arm in the league. No way. Stronger than Jake Cutler? No. Uh, it's tough. It's just toss up. You know, Aaron Rodgers can throw a, a ball without sending his feet as hard as a person can throw a set with his feet set. You know, he just fires lasers on the run, rolling to his left. It's incredible to see how hard he could throw it on a move. So, but Tate Cutler so, can do it with not even his legs, though. He can just flick, flick his wrist and it goes so far. Yeah, it's, that's true, it's true, okay. Well, maybe a combination of uh, accuracy and, and strength that goes to Aaron Rodgers. Probably the best pure think... arm, pure arm in the league goes to Aaron Rodgers for me. For me, it's got to be Joe Webb. <laughs> <laughs> the underhand throw. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Uh, I think Cutler... Actually, I think Kaepernick has a pretty strong arm. 
That's true. He does have a strong arm. Very, very strong arm. Just uh, not a pure, pure accuracy point. But yeah, he's not. In terms of arm strength. Yeah, as far as accuracy, it's not elite average, but I think Cutler has a strong star in the league. I'm going to go with Cutler. <laughs> Jay Cutler. Yeah, that's a good book. Jay Cutler. Yeah, you know, it's not a bad way to go, Jay Cutler. You know, I like Jay Cutler. And uh, according to you, he's going to be in the playoffs once again. So <laughs> here's Jay Cutler. And, you know, if you're the Patriots, you don't want to play the Colts. Um, you know, it's just too much, too much uh, Andrew Luck comeback special happening this year. So he is the real deal. It's been a big year for rookie quarterbacks. Now, if you want to start a franchise, who do you uh, pick, Luck, Wilson, or RG3? I thought RG3 and Griffin are the same person. Oh, did you say Wilson? Yeah, Wilson. Oh, Luck. Oh, why? I think he's probably going to be the most durable because he doesn't run as much. He's I probably think. the second most athletic. Oh, yeah, well, but he still doesn't scramble that. Well, maybe he does, but, like, he doesn't go for the big play when he runs. He just runs and he, you know, gets as much as he can and goes down or goes out of bounds. He doesn't do the read option. No. So he's not on those plays. He's um, doing those plays as much. But like design he's run. The biggest, he's also the biggest at six five, two thirty five. Right. Big strong dude. Yeah, so I and I think he can make all the throws. The deep outs, posts, the seam routes, you know, short passes. He's super accurate. You know, I think Luck's the best one. Oh, even the mental makeup? I don't know. Maybe no. Well, maybe Wilson is, has the best mental makeup, but I, I don't know. But it's good enough where his talent is good enough where it makes up for everything else. Whatever, he's not as good as the other two quarterbacks. I'm gonna go with Andrew Luck though. I had to choose. How about you? Who do you pick? Uh, you know, I I like the more conventional quarterbacks. You know, even though he's not as exciting as the other guys, you know, doing those read option plays or. Yeah, spring spring around the field. Uh Andrew Luck, he just he's just uh gonna be more durable. He couldn't be more consistent. He has a worse quarterback rating and he throws more interceptions than the other two, but you know, he has the most comeback wins. I mean he brought a team that won two games last year to at least ten this year, so you know, I think he's a everybody he's a proven leader. Everybody likes him and and uh you know, he just has that extra comeback special that uh, he has. Even though he's probably the ugliest out of the three, uh, he probably will not make as many commercials. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. He's probably the least uh, least attractive of the, of the three. You know, but, he doesn't have any Levi commercials. You know, that's, that's the only sad thing about being a Luck fan is uh, no Levi's, no Under Armour commercials <laughs> for the future for this guy. A subway, uh, Wrangler maybe. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, you know. <laughs> you know, you have to keep the helmet on. <laughs> what's the <he>, uh, <laughs> or any commercial he does? <laughs> oh, just kidding. Yeah, he's kidding. Yeah, we, yeah, we like luck. <laughs> I like luck. Probably gonna be a really uh, stiff actor though. Stiff actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
might be the, the most wooden of the theory uh, as far as acting goes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't seen that Andrew Luck commercial. So I just, uh, this is a 25-minute lead-by commercial from Russell Wilson first he started the football game. So, <laughs> so wait, man. So wait, not a commercial. Yeah. I mean, RG3 has a Subway commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah he, RG3, he's really charismatic on, uh, on TV. So, yeah, if I was a fan, if I wanted to a franchise, I'd pick Luck. If I was a fan, I'd pick RG3. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think he's the yeah, he's the most exciting of the three, but, you know, I'm going to go with Luck. Yeah, I mean, RG3 is the fastest, world-class, world-class speed, uh, charismatic, all that. But, you know, I think I still go with Luck. Yeah, those those are the uh, playoff scenarios. You know, we could uh, take a look at the uh, analysis of the Pro Bowl rosters, but uh, really, I have no idea. <laughs> What makes a good player or not? <laughs> and when it comes to Pro Bowl uh, choosing, you know, I, I, you know, I look at the stats and it's like, oh, this guy's good, but you know, and they end up not making any Pro Bowl. So I don't think I watch closely enough to figure out, you know, who's the best guard in the league. The biggest snub is, and I think the most interesting thing though is when they pick. Pro Bowlers about on how much is on each team. Let's take a look here. You know, do you think they should uh, cancel the Pro Bowl? No, I think they should play it. You, you still think they should play it, even though you know, the players don't even play? Yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. I <laughs> why not? Oh, why? It's just an exhibition. Just don't take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, a game. Yeah, I don't care if, if it's not, you know, real football. Yeah, who cares? You know, I just, you know, they're just having a fun pickup game and, you know, let them play, you know. And most importantly, I, I'd like to see these guys go to Hawaii and enjoy themselves. You know, they deserve it. And it's a big deal to have a vacation out there, so... Well, let them have let them have these fun, you know. Like, you know they take away everything else now. They're gonna make them uh, wear thigh pads, you know, mandatory thigh pads next year. So you know, you got to get the player something. <laughs> the trade off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. I think it's it's yeah, good. Okay. Just don't take it too seriously. It's not a. It's not gonna be a elite game. It's it's just. An exhibition. Yeah. All right. Here's a guess. Here's a guessing game for you. Guess the team that brought the most pro bowlers, um, or has the most pro bowlers. I'm gonna say the 49ers. Oh, you're right. You're right. I guess how many? Nine or eleven? I don't know. Oh, nine. Nine, ten, or eleven. Right. Nine. Okay. Nine. Yeah. I guess ten oh, more oh. are on defense. <laughs> ten of them are on defense. Uh, I guess they added an extra spot. No, um, seven of them are not from defense. Uh, oh, there's four on the offense. <laughs> no, there's three on offense. Oh, is there yeah, a yeah, special team? Uh, no. There's Gore, uh, Potty, and uh, Joe Staley. Then the rest 
It's the rest six are on defense. So. Oh, six, okay. Six on defense. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 11. Okay, yeah. Six on defense. Nine. Oh, you should make, you should have let me guess who they were. Huh? You want you to let me player? guess who the, oh, you just told me. All right. Two of them. I just told, I told you the three offensive players. Now you can guess the six defensive. Okay, I'm going to say Justin Smith. Okay, Justin Smith. Aldon. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Aldon Smith. Yep. Okay, Patrick Willis. Yes. Uh, Navarro Bowman. Yes. Not Ahmad Brooks. Uh, not, what's that defensive tackle name? Ayapuga? Uh, yeah, not that guy. Yeah, you're trying to guess who it is. <laughs> not, not who it not isn't, or who it not is. Yeah, how do you say that? Not who it isn't. There you go. Yeah. You got uh, two more. more. I'm going to either go with Carlos Rogers and Dante Whitner. You got one of the two right. Dante Winder is one. Carlos Rogers has had had a bad year this year. Dropped a lot. He's a Pro Bowler last. Oh, okay. He was a Pro Bowler last year. Yeah. Uh, then I'm gonna see the other safety. Uh, Who? Deshaun Golden. The other safety? Yeah. No, yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun Golden. Golden. Yeah. Deshaun Golden. Yeah. Yeah, right up, up the middle. middle. He's had a lot of Pro Bowlers. Wow. So hopefully that, that translates into um, wins in the playoffs. But in the AFC, guess who has the most pro bowlers? In the AFC? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Ah, you are incorrect. They only have five. Oh. Oh, wow. And then I will go either with the – I'm going to go with the Texans. Yep, the Texans went eight. And you probably won't oh, get wow. because, yeah, no, they, are, they are the teams with the most wins in the AFC. Right, let me try to guess. Uh, tell me how much you won't, you won't be. Besides the ball. Besides the ball. Huh? All right, there's um, one, two, three, four, five, six on the offensive side. Oh wow, that's a lot. Adrian Foster, uh, I mean Arian Foster, Matt Schaub, Andre Johnson, three linemen. Well, of course, it has to be three linemen. <laughs> I don't know any other linemen, so. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea. You know, there's Dwayne Brown, uh, Chris Myers, and uh, Wade Smith, and then uh, up close probably... Chris Myers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the yeah, I think like on defense, you probably guess pretty easy. JJ Watt, uh, I don't know who the other Jonathan Joseph. Yeah, Jonathan Joseph. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. And then next up is uh, the Patriots with seven. So you okay. Can probably guess. You can probably guess who they are. Uh, Tom Brady, Danny Woodhead. I mean, uh, Wes Walker, uh, Gronkowski, Hernandez. Oh, no, no, uh, not no. Hernandez. Hernandez? Yeah, Hernandez. Oh, he was injured. He was injured most of the year. Okay, I'm going to go with Mankins. 
Logan Mankin. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then... Are those all on offense? All the ones on offense? That, that's, yeah, you got the offense done. Done. Offense is done. How many on? Okay, Will Fork. Gerard Mayo. Yeah. Is there more? One more. Nikovic? <laughs> uh, no. Um, it's a trick question. Uh, it's Matthew Slater, their special teamer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. For sure, it's the best. Uh, How did Nikovic not make it? Because um, <laughs> he's very average. <laughs> um, if, you're go- if you want to compare him to J.J. Watt, Nikovic uh, has eight sacks. J.J. Watt has 20 and a half. Nikovic, <laughs> so, though. Eight sacks? Yeah, well, hey, you know, you know, some people, you know, Bill Barnwell from Grantland said he deserved an, uh, <laughs> a Pro Bowl spot. Oh, and I was like, uh, yeah, Barnwell said he deserved a spot, but I didn't think so. I'm not 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 with a team that did so bad on these terms that uh, can't just give them. If uh, Ninkovic makes it, I want uh, Zombo to make it. Yeah, Zombo. Yeah, Zombo, I think he's on Kingsman now. Oh. I'm still bummed out they didn't show a replay of Zombo's sack dance in the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he sacked the dances, you know, all these NFL players' celebrations with the pantomiming. I just, I just don't understand half of them anymore. <laughs> just, yeah, they just need to go to acting school. Just, I'm just trying to figure out what's this guy doing. He's like digging a hole with a shovel and throwing stuff over his head. It's like what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it is really confusing. Really confusing dances these days. So I wish they could bring the football back. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they could use a football. It was really hump up the dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Steven like Ridley dance. Yeah. Steven Ridley used to dance. Uh, you know, his dance takes so long. They always cut away, but after he uh, draws the door with his hand, <laughs> you know, they always cut away before he picks the door down. <laughs> People just don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it when uh, Randy Moss did uh, swept away on the on the Patriots? <laughs> I did, I did. You know, I like I like to see people who do consistent dances, you know, throughout the years. You know, give this players personality. So I do like seeing stuff like that. Oh, do you like the uh, Victor Cruz's salsa? I do like Victor Cruz's salsa. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's funny that they play the they play the music over the studios. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> I think that's funny. You know, the, the thing is, is that you know these players get so mean and addictive. Like if they play against them, they always want to do the dance against them. <laughs> yeah. 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 They always want to do that. It's like ah. Oh. It's, it's usually funny. It's usually funny though when they do do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always have to do the mock dance. <laughs> it's usually funny when they mock their dance. So I like it. <laughs> mock the dances. Yeah. Um, is, is anyone going to do a Steve Ridley mock dance after uh, after they get a tackle for loss? Let's see him do it on tackle for loss. Uh, the door down. 
Oh, that'd be too funny. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's the NFL news. Uh, big Week 17. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, where are you going to be watching it? I'm sorry, what was the question? Uh, where are you going to be watching the uh, the games this weekend? Uh, maybe uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm just kidding. I'm just watching at home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> it's been it's overtime. Um, well, uh, uh, moving on then, uh, we got uh, we got some time here for Laker news. Uh, Lakers just went on a Lakers just went on a five game win streak. Huh? I just don't think a feud really sat down. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny. <laughs> did you know what he was doing when he first did it? Uh, who? Stephen Ridley. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did not know. I was like, I, you know, you have to wait for him to finish their stuff. I'm just like, what is he drawing with his hand? <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's really was, confusing sometimes. Yeah. I just thought he was doing karate. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah, the Lakers, what were you saying about them? Uh, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Lakers, uh, just won on a five-game uh, win streak. Unfortunately, they uh, ran into a scheduled loss today against the against the uh, Nuggets um, after playing Christmas and then flying over to Denver, high altitude, with a team that uh, averages four players over thirty, uh, four players over thirty years old, and all average over forty minutes a game. This for sure was going to be a loss. Uh, <laughs> money on it <laughs> that the Lakers are going to lose today, and they did. Um, I think Kenneth Farid got maybe 12 offensive rebounds today, and one uh, he had nine. And then I think uh, he got uh, Dwight Howard so frustrated. Dwight Howard had to do uh, Andrew Bynum playbook and just uh, <laughs> knock somebody down <laughs> with his forearms <laughs> as he's jumping in the air. So <laughs> I don't know what it is with these Lakers who just want to. <laughs> Punish a guy who's showing effort. <laughs> but, but, um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens to the Lakers, uh, next week when they play, they play again on either Saturday or Sunday. You get some time off. So, uh, what do you think about this, uh, Laker win streak so far? Or, it used to be the past, or past. briefly. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, first I would say, that's two games in a row where a Laker player has knocked a player on the ground rolling around. Uh, <laughs> our test, our test knocked out Steve Novak. I think Steve Novak went unconscious for like a second. Uh, it, it really did. He, he just crumpled down like a box. Crumpled. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he got unconscious. I think he went to sleep for a little bit. And then for Reed. <laughs> yeah, well. Anyway, what do I think of the win? I thought it was a good win streak. I think I don't think all the teams that they beat were good, and I don't think all the wins were convincing. I mean, I think two of them were right to the final possession. But the Knicks win was a good win. It also oh, and that Warriors win. Warriors win. It, they uh, they showed that they can beat the better teams in the league, which is something they haven't done all season, and or teams that are. Towards the top of their 
divisions and conference. So I think that was good. I think there's progress. I think Steve Nash, I think, does make a difference. He didn't get blown by a lot, but, you know, that's okay. He helps the offense so yeah. much. Uh, people can say that, you know, not every, our test isn't going to play like that every game, like he did against the Knicks, but overall the shots that the Lakers are creating offensively are are better. They might not make all of them. They might get, you know, they won't shoot as well as they did against the Knicks maybe. But the quality of the shots they're getting is a lot better, I think, with uh, Steve Nash on the floor. And I think it helps yeah. out a lot with the possessions and court balance. They could get back on defense better. So yeah. It's just a lot yeah. better when he's out there. Yeah, Steve Nash does really make a really big difference. Um, you know, the Lakers are actually fun to watch again. Uh, it was really painful to watch Chris Duhon and uh, Darius Morris just uh, embarrass themselves as, as a team's point guards. So it was a, it's a lot of fun to see Steve Nash out there. When Steve Nash does go out, it's actually pretty uh, tough to watch again. But, you know, <laughs> seeing him out there is really fun. You know, I actually uh, rushed home today to actually watch the game. Um, up until the uh, fourth quarter when I said, you know, enough, enough after seeing Corey Brewer uh, hit the uh, buzzer beater at the end of the third quarter. I was like, uh, <laughs> enough, enough. <laughs> so I stopped watching after that. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's a great, you know, Lakers are fun again, and I'm happy about that. Uh, will they make the playoffs? Uh, maybe. You know, we still need we still need more bench contributions and you know, Jordan Hill needs to play more. This guy almost had a double double in thirteen minutes. You know, he needs he really needs to get more minutes and you know Dwight Howard needs to not help so much when he doesn't get the ball. He just needs to start playing hard. And I think Steve Nash is great. I think so too. I think Dwight Howard isn't Remember that everybody said that Christmas is when they expected Dwight Howard to be back, maybe even January. And he played, I don't remember, four preseason games. But he was, yeah. he came back pretty early ahead of schedule. So, you know, right about now is when people thought Dwight Howard would be back. And maybe he's, maybe he's just finally getting close to 100% right now. We don't know. Uh, we can tell that he isn't. The athlete he was last year before the injury. Oh no way! So yeah, so he still has progress to make as far as health is concerned. So I think as far, as as long as he stays healthy or gets healthier, I think the Lakers will they'll be alright. I think they'll make the playoffs. They'll be a they'll probably be a five through eight seed. Uh, more realistically, yeah. realistically, they'll they'll probably be a six through eight seed. So. They're having a tough road to the finals if they want to get there. It's going to be tough, but you know, we'll see what happens with Dwight. And uh, right now, um, big news is uh, Pau Gasol's expanding game, becoming a slasher dunker slash three-point shooter. Uh, you think Pau's going to keep up this uh, <laughs> style of play, or is he just going to revert back to his uh, typical you know, high post game? Well, he is kind of playing a high post game at the elbow. Right. But I think that the way they're using him right now is probably the best way they can use him in the, uh, this offense. And I think Steve Nash, this helps him out a lot because 
we trust Pau Gasol. He actually passes Pau Gasol the ball early in the possession so that Pau can make a decision yeah. with it. I yeah, think, it's uh, weird. Yeah, he put it in a good position. See. It's weird to see people dominate the ball other than Kobe Bryant. You know? <laughs> I'm just waiting. I wonder why Kobe Bryant shot the ball so much. He, he felt like every time he had to touch it, he had to shoot it because he didn't know when he was getting it back. He was like, oh, I'd like to pass out of the people. I'm going to jack it up right now. Well, you say that Kobe scored 40 points today. <laughs> you know, he's, he's ultra-efficient. Um, he also gave up 27 <laughs> points to Corey Brewer. <laughs> uh, I think Corey Brewer had a had a career game against him. So. <laughs> well, that being said, though, the, I don't know if you were watching or if you turned it off already, but Lakers had a chance when Ron Artest had a breakaway. Um, they were down seven, and then Ron Artest, he had an open right-handed layup, but he, you know how he is, he, he tried to finish left on a breakaway. I mean, I think Gallinari was on his back. Right. And he missed the layup, cut, uh, would have cut it to five. Uh, well, he missed it, then they got the rebound, and Gallinari hit a three, back up to ten. So, no. No. Oh, no, I didn't that was that. pretty much... Yeah, that's pretty much the ball game. That was with five minutes to go, I think. Uh, yeah, that's the thing about these Lakers. Every win they've had this week during the win streak was a come from behind victory. They had to come behind from the the Knicks, the Warriors. They were down 15 against the Warriors in the fourth, and they were down what 20 against the Bobcats. So, yeah, that's the thing. They just get behind, you know. And then they start trying hard in the fourth quarter. And I, I just don't know why. They don't have any effort. I don't know why they just lack so much effort. Yeah. I think it's because a lot of the players are playoff players. They It's just the regular season's too long for them. And they're not motivated until they get to the playoffs. Yeah. I guess. That's my theory. I don't know. Yeah, they're just ever since that uh, Boston series, you know, the, the regular season just felt like they just didn't want to play in more regular season games yeah. ever again. They're just like, you know what, <laughs> regular season uh, is worthless. So, you know, that's fine. The Lakers, uh, I think Lakers would be in good shape. At least they're uh, very watchable. If not, if they don't make the playoffs, at least it'll be fun to watch Steve Nash play every day. So. Um, coming up on the Lakers schedule, we have the Trailblazers, Sixers, and a big game on January 4th against the Clippers. So, not much games this week. You know, they're going to take some time off after playing on holiday season. That's what it looks like. Any other big news going on in the NBA? No, not quite. Well, the Clippers have won 13 in a row. Uh, Clippers just look very, very, very good. They do not lose. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and none of their games are close. They blow out everybody. Yeah. Their depth is just so good. You know, it's kind of a blessing in disguise that Grant Hill and Lamar Odom can't play basketball anymore. <laughs> Give room for uh, all these other guys who just love playing. Like Crawford and and Bledsoe, and then you have uh, Matt Barnes who just plays hard every day too. So you know, just have the best depth in the league, and then 
you see DeAndre Jordan's improvement playing really well. And then Dave Griffin, you know, he's, he still would be able to dunk very well. And Bill Sullivan, he does very well, too. And, you know, you have Chris Paul. Uh, where do you think these Clippers end up in the seedings? One. Really? You think they uh, yeah. overpass the Thunders? Yeah. Oh, why? Their bench is so deep. They just can play so many guys, and they will for a long season. And they can play any any style. Fast, slow, yeah. big, small. They have all the players for it. That's true. They do have the. They definitely have the size, especially with the Andre Jordan's improvement. You know, they have the size to match at all the other teams, and they they are the most athletic team in the league by far. By far. So. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if they end up on because, you know, you know, I worry about injuries. I also worry about the fact that uh, they have uh, Vinny Del Negro as their coach who sometimes messes things up. But they say what Vinny Del Negro does this year is simplify. And they only have about five or six plays. And then he lets Chris Paul and uh, Chauncey Billups do all the uh, coaching and talking and leadership. And Vinny Dondegger just sits there. So I think it's working out for him. That's really what they're doing, is just letting Chris Paul and Chauncey Bill take over the team. Vinny just supervises the situation. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Lamar Odom hasn't bad. I was just looking at his numbers. Now, offensively, it seems like, but he's rebounding the ball pretty well. He's got about eight rebounds a game in 24 minutes. Really? So that's pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of exciting to be a Clippers fan. Billy Crystal's very excited. He's also very excited that uh, ESPN wanted to talk to him during the game. <laughs> On the same day, his new movie, Parental Guidance, comes out. So, <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just really good. They've beaten the Spurs by 22 times this year already, too. Wow. Wow, dude. Should I be a Kipix fan? I don't don't feel like it yet. You know, I've always been a Kipix fan. Obviously, I've liked the Lakers a lot more, but I like the Clippers. Yeah. Nothing against them. You know, one thing I never understood is why people were so down on Jamal Crawford. I always thought he was a good player. And uh, people are just so I, down on him. Right. Was he sixth man of the year two years ago? Um, I don't know about two years ago. Oh, maybe. He was sixth man of the year, though, right? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think he was. Oh, no, the, he was with the Hawks, right? When he was with the Hawks. With the Hawks, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. Like four years ago. 2010. Yeah, I just don't understand why people just gave up on him. He was always a good player. He was so bad last year, though. He was really bad last year. Yeah, it's lockout season. Yeah. All right. Lockout season, but, you know. I mean, he shot 30, 38% from the field and 30% from the three-point line. Yeah, not good clips. But this year, obviously, um, both 
both percentages above his career average. So he did shoot ninety ninety two point seven percent from the free throw line, though. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I've always liked Jamal Crawford. Not as like you know a team's best player, but you know the six man. Always six been man somebody. Great. Yeah, he's great as six man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Lakers could have used him. Uh, if there's any player the Lakers could have used, it's Jamal Crawford. <laughs> I think I, he's, and he was there for, and he was there for the taking. Nobody wanted him after that season in Portland. Yeah, he's he was there for the taking. Yeah, you know? and instead we uh, pick up you know 37 year old Antoine Jameson, uh, who quite possibly might be <laughs> done after uh, after this year. So he's not even playing anymore. Uh, yeah, not even today after Dwight Howard fouled out. You know, Mike D'Antoni rather have the Huggers all play 16 minutes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Tough coaching decisions. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I don't know what D'Antoni's thinking when he does his rotations. <laughs> it's it's mind-boggling. It's like he uh, doesn't know if he's people are human or not. <laughs> I think he, I think he plays a lot of video games. Yeah. There's no, there's no fatigue effect. Yeah, he turned off the fatigue. Yeah. They get tired, <laughs> Mike D'Antoni. Please. <laughs> it's just too funny. Yeah. Well, um, let's see, uh, you have anything to plug right now? I don't. I don't have anything to plug. Oh, okay. <laughs> still working. Still working on it. Still working on it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe right. next week. Uh, I got some stuff going on. Uh, you got. You got some projects coming up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Work it out. I've got. <laughs> got some projects. Yeah. Got some projects. Uh, yeah. They're. They're in the hopper. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, uh, you know, good podcast, um, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Penn Weekly. Everybody have a good holiday weekend. Thank you.